Good morning, everybody. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Welcome to this service. Today we have Reverend Bill Brander here with us and his wife Nellie. Um, he'll be giving us the word today. Um, and on top of Bill doing the service, the, the sermon, maybe he might talk about dads. I'm not sure if he will, but happy Father's Day to all of you. Um, we have a little gift for you at the back of the church when you're on your way out um, after the service. We thought it wasn't appropriate to give it to you before you'd, you'd, you'd been penitent and said your prayers and all the good things that you need to do first. Yeah, but happy, happy Father's Day. And I'd like us to pray. Mighty God, who speaks a word of peace to calm our troubled sea. Caring God, who nudges us away from fear and toward faith. Ever-present God, who fills us with awe, but also raises many questions without easy answers. Open our eyes to see you in our boat today. Strengthen our hearts for the challenges that lie ahead and open our ears this hour to hear the word you speak. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, everybody. It's wonderful to be together with everybody this morning. Um, on the way in, Chris said to me, I've got a, this is a free adver advertisement. It will rain again. <laughs> and he said to me, when's it going to rain again? Well, uh, soon, Chris. But it's, it's one of these times in the year, um, you know, we have a, we have a couple of beautiful bougainvilliers at our home. And um, even without rain, they just bloom and blossom. They're just amazing. And uh, we've got the beautiful aloes. Uh, Garth reminded me of that. I mean, they're just absolutely stunning at the moment. And so we just praise and thank God for to his creation. And in despite of... of um, our lack of maybe looking after creation, um, it just fights back. And so we just give praise and thanks to God for, for what he has given us. So before we go uh, into a time of worship, I just want to uh, read our appointed psalm this morning. It's Psalm 9, verses 9 to 20. The Lord is a strong tower to him that is oppressed. He is the tower of strength in time of need. All who heed, <clears throat> all, you, all who heed your name will trust in you, for you have never forsaken those that seek you. O oh, sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Tell the people what great things he has done. 
For he that avenges blood has remembered the poor. He has not forgotten their cry. The Lord has been merciful toward me. He saw what I suffered from my foes. He raised me up again from the gates of death. That I might tell your praises in the gates of Zion. That I might rejoice in your deliverance. The nations have sunk into the pit they dug for others. In the very snare they laid is their foot taken. The Lord has declared himself and upheld the right. The wicked are trapped in the work of their own hands. The wicked shall be given over to death and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten, nor shall the hope of the poor perish forever. Arise, Lord, let not man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord, and let the nations know that they are but men. And then verse 11 again. O sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Tell among the peoples what great things he has done. Glory to the Father and and to to the the Son. Son. And, and to, to the, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, will be forever. Now, will be forever. Amen. Amen. Morning, everyone. It's just easier to come and talk here so that um, we're all together and, and worshipping together. I wonder if you can stand. And I've asked James to put up two slides for me. So shall we stand together? I don't know if... Any of you will recognize this. There's a, a, uh, an app called the Bible app, and they put out a, a reading and a little video message every single day. It's actually a useful tool to use if you don't use it. But they always start with something, and I thought it would be useful this morning for us to use it as well. So take a deep breath, hold it for a few seconds, and then release it. And do that again, and this time try to clear your mind as we focus on God. And it says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. So as we focus on those words, as we come into this place of worship and adoration, as we we think about our God, let's join together as we, we sing praise to him. And we're going to sing, Lord, I lift your name on high, but we're not going to sing the, the chorus part of that. So don't joyfully belt into the chorus part because you're going to be singing on your own. Um, we're just going to focus on the words, James, if you put them up as well. It's, Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I love to sing your praises. So we're just going to really focus on those words as we just begin our time of worship. Lord, I lift your name on high Lord, I love to sing your praises Lord, I lift your name on high Lord, 
Nothing compared. 
yes to the promise I have Shout to the Lord of the earth, let us sing Power and majesty, praise to the King Mountains bow down and the seas will roar At the sound of your name I sing for joy at the work of your hands Forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand Nothing compares to the promise I have Nothing compares to the promise I have. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Nothing compares to the promise I have, we have in you, Lord. We just bless you and thank you. Thank you, Lord, for touching our hearts, coming to us again. Lord, you are always with us, but it's so good to come together to worship you as one. We just bless you and praise you, Lord. Let us say the collect for purity together. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ have, mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Please be seated or kneel. As we pray together, the proof of God's amazing love is this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive and find grace to help in time of need, trusting in God's faithfulness and compassion. Let us confess our sins before God and one another. Jesus said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. 
So let us confess our sins, firmly resolve to keep God's commandments, and to live in love and peace with our neighbor. And we pray together. Almighty God, our heaven-beaming Father, in penitence we confess that we have sinned against you through our own fault, in thought, word, and deed, and in what we have left undone. For the sake of your Son, Christ our Lord, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life to the glory of your name. My brothers and sisters, may Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy on us, pardon our sins and set us free from them, confirm and strengthen us in all goodness, and keep us in good, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. 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 We pray together the collect for today. It's the fourth Sunday after Pentecost. God, our protector, your sins to the soul and restored calm, stand with us through all life's storms and give us courage to protect those who face danger, that all may know you as their stronghold and hope. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God in glory everlasting. Amen. May we stand to share the peace. Looks like I'm having a little bit of a forgetful morning today. Sorry. My brothers and sisters, may the peace of the risen Lord be with you always. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Thanks, John. Right, um, you may be seated. It's time of the service where we remember birthdays. Uh, please forgive me if I don't know know you. Uh, I know Bruce uh, Bruce McLaren. Uh, Bruce, where are you? I think he's in Morgan Bay. Uh, Pablo Martinson. Does anybody know Pablo? You know Pablo. Uh, Lynette Barrington uh, Lynette I, I, I just can't remember who, who, does anybody know Lynette? Yes. I just can't picture she Lynette she was here last week I just can't picture her face ok so we're praying for Lynette as well Steve Godfrey I know and uh, Chris Fielding I know and it's their, their birthdays this week Yo, and it's the anniversary of Peter and Bridget are they sitting together? Not close enough. 
And uh, how many? 34 or 36, Pete? <laughs> okay. That's 37. 37, Pete. <laughs> I thought you were a scientist. Um, and then it's the anniversary of Mark and uh, Laurie Ann Preston, um, who I know very well as well. I'm sure you do too. So um, let us um, let us pray for our birthday folk. Um, Lord, we just thank you for these, our brothers and sisters at St. Michael's. Um, Lord, may you just renew them, touch them afresh by your, with your Holy Spirit, Lord, that they will know you more closely. And Lord, we thank you for their lives. And Lord, we entrust them further into your hands. Bless them this week during their birthdays, Lord. Amen. Lord, and we lift up to Pete, you, you, uh, Bridget, would you like to stand? No, okay, Pete. Bridget will stand, you can sit. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for Bridget and Pete. We just thank you for their love for each other. Thank you, Lord, for their uh, commitment uh, to you and to us here at St. Michael's, Lord. Just continue to grow in their lives. And thank you, Lord, for them. Amen. And, and we pray for Mark and Laurie Ann who aren't with us this morning. Laurie Ann and Mark, I hope you, uh, you're listening to this. And we just thank you for um, your commitment to us here at St. Michael's as well, as well. And Lord, we pray that you continue to walk with them and keep them in your love, Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, we remember Alvo uh, Crabtree. Does anybody remember Alvo? Uh, our, our remembrance um, goes back many, many years. So this is maybe somebody that was a member of St. Michael's back in 1950. And I remember June Barrett. June was a, a, a member, yeah. Do you remember June as well? Yes. So, Lord, we thank you for these old St. Michelians. And, Lord, we just pray that uh, you'd be with their families as they would also remember their lives. And thank you for touching those families with these, their loved ones. May they rest in peace. Amen. Right. Um, so that, that's uh, Eric Park who passed away yesterday and so Lord we just thank you for Eric's life um, what a gentle loving caring man um, so we just thank you Lord thank you for his his ministry to the diocese um, and to the church of the province Lord Just we, we pray for Joyce as, as she mourns his life, Lord. Just bless you and praise you, Lord, for this your saint, Eric Park. Amen. 
And then on a, a sad note, and I, I mentioned it to, uh, to Arvin and um, Michelle, she said, no, it's not sad. She's off to Cape Town. Uh, they off to Cape Town, her beloved Cape Town that she's been wanting to go back to for a long time. Um, so uh, Arvin and Michelle, it's, it is sad that you're going to be leaving us. And um, Arvin, I've known you for, must be close on 15, 20 years now, eh? Hey? Um, he's been an integral part of St. Michael's. Um, he was a lay minister, yeah, and he's still a lay minister, but he has been shirking his duties. <laughs> but we're going to be blessed to hear him read to us later. Um, I remember well uh, Mara, uh, who passed on um, a good few years ago, and uh, absolute blessing to us, Arvin and Mara and Timothy, uh, am, I, am I right in saying that, that Timothy's uh, in Dubai, riding horses? He's a jockey in Dubai. Uh, I remember them coming in as a family. I mean, Timothy must have been five years old. I mean, he would stand at the back there and race to the front and back again and sideways. <laughs> so, it's, I mean, um, and, and I really hope you... You get back into your lay ministry duties in Cape Town, uh, not duties, but you've been a blessing to us over the years. And it would have been nice, Michelle, to have got to know you more. Um, and I, I don't, you know, uh, it's our loss, and I think COVID's one of those things that has sort of uh, not allowed us to to get together as um, as members. But um, would you come up to the front so we can pray for you? That's right. Maybe if you could stand here. Lord, we just um, thank you for Arvin and Michelle. Lord, that we, we pray that um, you will be with them. You will be with them, Lord, I know, in this new adventure together in Cape Town. Um, we just thank you, Lord, for the blessing he's been to, to us at St. Michael's that Arvin has been, and Michelle. Thank you for the support Arvin has in Michelle. Thank you for their love for each other. Lord, and may you continue to just grow in them, Lord, that you would give them your peace, that you would continue to encourage them, Lord, as they journey together, Lord, and that you will hold them in your hands, Lord. Lord, and we lift up to you, Timothy and Michelle's family.
Go with him, Lord. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, you, brother. Adam, a special card. Um, a couple of notices, please. We need uh, more people to be part of the flower roster. If you're interested, please contact the office. Thank you for the beautiful flowers up there. Who did the flowers this week? Who? Did Bradley do the flowers? Bradley! Awesome, man. Thank you. I'm glad I mentioned the aloes. Those aren't aloes. What are those called? Trilitsias. (laughs) Oh, Brad, awesome. Um, Thank you. I'm glad I brought that up. <laughs> flowers from dads for the dads. Um, yeah, and the reading roster, please, if you're able to help with reading, please, uh, it'd be nice if, if you can do reading in the church. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh yes, there's a PCC meeting. Uh, don't forget, uh, councillors. Pete, that's you. Don't come late. Uh, who else can I pick on? Debbie, please. Chocolates and uh, coffee uh, or cake for PCC meeting. Okay, that's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Before we go into the the word together, uh, can I just pray? A prayer for illumination. Eternal God, in the reading of the scripture, may your word be heard in the meditation of our hearts. May your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. Amen. I forgot to check who the readers were this morning. I I hope that they, yeah... Ivan, you're back on. Brenda, I should have you helping me. Good morning. The Old Testament reading is from the book of First Samuel, verse 17, from verses, chapter 17, verses 37 to 49. The Lord has rescued me from the claws of lions and bears, and he will keep me safe from the hands of this Philistine. All right, Saul answered, go ahead and fight him, and I hope the Lord will help you. Saul had his own military clothes and armor put on David, and he gave David a bronze armor to wear. David stepped on a sword and tried to walk around 
but he was not used to wearing these things. I can't move with this stuff on, David said. I am just not used to it. David took off the armor and picked up his shepherd's stick. He went out to a stream and picked up five smooth stones and put them in his leather bag. Then with his sling in his hand, he went straight towards Goliath. Goliath came towards David, walking behind the soldier who was carrying his shield. When Goliath saw that David was just a healthy, good-looking boy, he made fun of him. Do you think I'm a dog? Goliath asked. Is that why you've come after me with a stick? He cursed David in the name of the Philistine gods and shouted, Come on, when I'm finished with you, I'll feed you to the birds and wild animals. David answered, You've come out to fight me with a sword and a spear and a dagger, but I come out to fight you in the name of the Lord All-Powerful. He is the God of Israel's army, and you have insulted him too. Today the Lord will help me defeat you. I will knock you down and cut off your head, and I will feed you, feed the bodies of the other Philistine soldiers to the birds and wild animals. Then the whole world will know that Israel has a real God. Everybody here will see that the Lord doesn't need swords or spears to save his people. The Lord always wins his battles, and he will help you. Help us defeat you. When Goliath started forward, David ran towards him. He put a stone in his sling and swung the sling around its straps. When he let go of one strap, the stone flew out and hit Goliath on his forehead. It cracked his skull and he fell down, his face down on the ground. Hear the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Justin. Good morning. Listen to the good news proclaimed in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, uh, verses 35 to 41. A storm. That evening, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the east side. So they left the crowd, and his disciples started across the lake with him in the boat. Some other boats followed along. Suddenly, a storm struck the lake. Waves started splashing into the boat and was about to sink. Jesus was in the back of the boat with his head on a pillow, and he was asleep. His disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care that we are about to drown? Jesus got up and ordered the wind and the waves to be quiet. The wind stopped and everything was calm. Jesus asked his disciples, Why were you afraid? Don't you have any faith? Now they were more afraid than ever and said to each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. This is the Gospel of Christ. Praise to Christ our Lord. Please be seated. Um, Let me take this off first of all. 
It's better. Roses. And Garth, you did catch me. I was almost on to you. You came from heaven to earth to show the way. Uh, I'm glad you warned us beforehand that we weren't to do that. Um, you know, one of the one of the biggest disappointments in my life uh, was that I never won a Ling medal. The Ling medal doesn't mean anything to you. It's a singing competition in primary schools in Dundee in Scotland, where I was brought up. And I was entered this year to sing. Uh, and I was going to sing Annie Laurie. I'm not going to sing it now, don't worry. But I, I, that, and I practiced, and I practiced Annie Laurie. In my head, I practiced. And in the class, I practiced before the, the, my classmates. And I had it down pat. I remembered all the words, without the music, without the words, I could sing it. Then the big day came, and I and other contestants were off stage, and then it was my turn. The teacher gave me the nod, and up I stood and walked onto the stage, turned to, to face the front, ready to... Big breath, as you said... I froze. I froze. Then I ran off the stage crying. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. As Hamlet would say, alas, poor Annie Laurie. I knew her well, Horatio. Um, And that was it. I blew it uh, because I was frightened. I was stage fright. It struck me all right in front of the class. But when I saw these adjudicators there, I just couldn't. I froze. Frightened. Fear. Fear. Stage fright. And although I was attending Sunday school in those days, in fact, the church was right next door to the, 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 the school. So although I was attending Sunday school in those days, the God I knew then was someone you prayed to, you sang to. He wasn't there when you needed him. He was just someone to worship. That was all. But times, thankfully, have changed. Now I know God. I know him well. And I know that he's there when I want him. He's there when I need him. He's always there, although I may not always sense him or feel him. He is always there. And that's why I've titled this sermon, After the Collect, he's there to stand by us through the storms of life. God stands by us in the storms of life. As we, we know, David was a writer, a writer of songs. He was a musician, and he was a good one too. And I don't think David would run away from any audition. In fact, when he was auditioning before Saul to see if he could calm Saul, he did it. And Saul said, that's it, you're now my, uh, the court musician or whatever he called it in those days. And more importantly, I think, was David was also a man of courage, of great courage uh, in battle and also in spiritual life because he knew God intimately. He knew God intimately. If you don't think so, read some of his psalms sometime. But his faith in God was just so absolute. It was. And I still wish I could have that faith. But now, let us go to our text today, which 
was uh, in Samuel. The Philistines are coming against the Israelites in battle. Saul, King Saul, has called up the armies, the, 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 the men of arm bearing, bearing age, to come and help him defeat the Philistines, to protect the integrity of their land and their way of life in Israel. David, being the youngest son, was left behind with his father Jesse to look after the sheep, to look after the, the farm, etc. While his brothers went off to fight, do war against the Philistines. But one day, Jesse decided, no, my sons were in the front line. They will need some food. So David, here, take some cheese, take some bread, take some food like a, a red, cross, red Cross parcel, to your brothers in the front line. Go to the army and give it to them. And that's what David does. He goes with his little package and he delivers it. Then he talks to his brothers, how are things going. He, he then moves around the camp as well, listening and talking to the, the people who are there to defend God and Israel. And while he's walking around, he hears of this person called Goliath, who was a giant of a man, who was coming out every now and then and mocking Israel, mocking the people, trying to incite them into coming and doing battle with him. When David hears this story, He decides, or he feels that he has to defend God, defend Israel. So he, the message is back to King Saul, that here's a chap who says he will go out and fight that giant of a man. He will take him on. David wasn't frightened. He took on, he, he wasn't frightened of tackling bears and lions who were trying to attack the sheep on the farm because he believed in God and he knew that God would be with him no matter what he faced. So he offers to get rid of this nuisance to Israel. King Saul, of course, fits him up with armour or tries to fit him up with armour, a bronze helmet if I recall, a sword he try, but he just cannot move with those things. So that doesn't work. And David says, no, no, get rid of all this. He goes out and he civvies. Can I call it his civvies? He's normal days with his stick and his sling. And he goes out to meet this giant. And as we picked up on our story, Saul, not Saul, sorry, Goliath sees this as an insult. What am I? A dog that you come against me with sticks? Come on, get real. While he's hurling his insults at David, at the Philistines, what does David say? What does David Well, He says, you come to me with sword and spear and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. I come to you in the name of God. He also continues, he says, the Lord will deliver you into my hand. Who will deliver him? Not me. God will deliver you into my hand. 
And then he says, so he'll do that so that all the earth will know that there is a God, a mighty God, in Israel. Who protects Israel, who looks after Israel, and who will protect me. Well, I, it doesn't say that, but I'm adding it in. But that's what I, I'm reading into it. And it does that. God will do that. I will do it so that everyone here, everyone, will know that there is a God in Israel. That's fighting talk. Fighting talk. And as we know from the story, he takes a stone, one of his stones, by his sling, knocks him down, then goes and decapitates him. But that's a gruesome part. Forget that part for a while. Uh, but he does that. But I, 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 I must confess, when I was reading that, I wondered if he was recalling the words of the Torah, in the last chapter of the Torah, which is Deuteronomy. And remember, being Jewish, they would know the Torah. Um, when Moses is handing over he, the, the responsibility of getting the people across to the Jordan, he ha- he's handing over to Joshua, and the words he gives them in uh, the la- thir- ch- chapter, chapter 31, verse 6 is, Be strong and bold, have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. The Lord your God goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. God will never, ever forsake us. He's always there. We have him to hold on. So David had no fear of what was going to be the outcome of this challenge that he was facing. God would deliver him. God would prevail. God would give victory to his people. Which, as we read further in chapter 7, he does. A good example of faith in God, I believe. But how does how does David's confidence, how does David's faith compare with that of the disciples in the boat with Jesus? They are together. We read that, of course, in our gospel reading in Mark four, when Jesus says to them, "Let's go over to the He's been busy healing preaching, teaching, and he's tired. And he says, now let's go over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Let's go there. We're going over that side. There. We're not, we're not staying here anymore. We're going here. And uh, that reminds me of in the beginning in Mark when the, people, when the disciples come and say, people are looking for you everywhere. Jesus says, well, let us go to another town so that other people can hear the good news of God. So he's saying, we're going to go over there. Now, what happens when they get in that boat and they go over, they start over? I don't think those disciples had David's faith because Jesus says something to them during the storm, which I think is rather harsh because he says to them, why are you such cowards? Don't you have any faith yet? Why are you so fearful? Where's your faith? When I read that, I thought, well, that's a bit harsh on him. He said, they've been with him, what, a year, two years thus far. They've seen him do miracles. They're frightened. They're in a boat, in a gale. Now, I've been in a ship in a gale, but that ship is made of steel. It's not made of wood, and it's not one deck long, which a boat is. And it's being tossed around 
I can identify with their fear. We're going to drown. We'll die. But was it was it rational? Was it rational? I want, and when I look at this again, and I look at it in more detail, remember one thing: they were Jews, so they knew the Torah. They knew the story of David and Goliath. They knew that God was with the nation of Israel. God would not let the nation of Israel perish, and I don't think he's about you, but he, they, they knew about these stories. That's one point. Second point, who told them to go from here to there? It was Jesus. He said, let us go over to the other side. Now, if Jesus said, let's do that, would Jesus not make sure that they arrived there in one piece, ready to minister? Which, by the way, they were, but we read further. He did not say, let us try and go across there. He said, we, let us go to the other side. There was confidence in that. Had they forgotten that Jesus was telling them, that's where we're going, in spite of what was going to happen in between. Secondly, verse 36 tells us there were other boats following them. They were not on their own in that storm. There were other boats around them. Now, what if their boat did overturn and they were floundering in the water? They had no life vests then. But there were other boats around them. We could pick them up. So there was a good chance that even if their boat was sunk, they would be picked up by someone else. Then, the next one is, when the storm arises, and this, uh, I have a, a problem with the disciples for this, because they say, when they wake Jesus up, and by the way, someone said to me, um, how can you sleep when there's a storm raging around you? Well, if you're tired, believe me, it's easy. You're tired, and you'll sleep. Been there, done that. So I know that feeling. But, they wake him up and said, Teacher, don't you care that we are going to perish? Don't you care? Jesus, don't you care about me? Does Jesus care about you? Does Jesus care about me? This book tells me he does. He knows me. And he cares about me. He loves me. He looks after me, in spite of the storms which I face in my life. And yes, I've faced a few, Lang Metal being one of them, but there have been others since then as I've come along my life. So I, I have to ask myself the question, if Jesus was physically, they could see him, they could touch him, why were they frightened of what was laying ahead of them? Why were they frightened? I don't know. If I, I have to rely on Jesus whom I cannot see and feel and touch, but who I can feel, I can sense. When I'm in trouble, he's there with me. And a number of times in my life, he's got me out of trouble. Or I believe so. So, let me start trying to sum this up, to round this off. When I think of David with the Israelites fighting the Philistines 
And I see the faith, the courage that he had because God was with him. Why did the disciples not have that same faith in a God who they could see, feel and touch? The Israelites in that battle were not alone. God was with them. The disciples in that boat were not alone. Jesus was physically with them. You and I are never alone. Never Jesus is with us. He says in the end of Matthew, Lo, I am with you always. Not sometimes, always. Whatever you and I go through, Jesus is there with us. If we just turn to him and focus on him, he will be with us. And he, he will carry us through whatever we are facing. The storms of life. And right now, a common storm that we all face is this COVID thing. Should we be frightened? I don't think we should be frightened. I think we should be careful. Be careful, definitely. And trust God to be with us through it, to help us through the storm. But if I am to sum it, I, I really do wish, you know, you, you can wish all you want, but it wouldn't, wouldn't happen. I really do wish I'd really known the God that I follow now when I tried for that lame medal. I just feel that had I known he was there with me on that stage, I could have faced that storm and given Annie Laurie a good belt <laughs> and maybe one lame medal, but I didn't. So, I didn't have that advantage then. I know it now. And secondly, we, we will all encounter storms in our life. Different storms. I'm saying Ivan's facing a different type of storm because he's relocating to Cape Town. That is a storm. Well, I think it's a storm in your life. How do you face that? Jesus goes with you. Jesus will be with you. Jesus gives a comfort in all these types of storms because remember he says, lo, I am with you always. Jesus will stand with us, does stand with us through all the storms of life, no matter what they are, as long as we focus on him. We can turn our back on him, but if we focus on Jesus and look to Jesus to help us get through those storms, he'll be there He'll be there to help us get through them. And we all, we all have these storms in life. And one of the things, especially during this COVID, I'd like us to remember is that we're called also by Jesus to love one another. Love one another. And one way we do that, I believe, through this current COVID storm, is to observe the protocols. To wash our hands. To sanitize. To, to maintain a, as much of a social distance as is prudent. And to remember that this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Jesus is with us going through this. Let us always be like David, brother, be like David, and let people know that God will get us through this as long as we Hold true to him and stay focused upon him. In Jesus Christ's name, amen.
Let us pray together. Not that our prayers aren't important. Um, I'm not going to pray for too long um, due to just a, a little bit of time. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for Bill sharing with us this morning. And thank you that you are always with us, that you will never forsake us. And just help us to trust you in that. Lord, we thank you for our diocese. We thank you for Ebenezer, our bishop together with our Metropolitan Tarbo and for all ministers of your word and sacraments that by their life and teaching your glory may be revealed and all nations drawn to you. Guard and prosper, we pray, those who strive for the spread of your gospel and that's us and enlighten with your spirit all places of work learning and healing. We pray for those who have authority and responsibility among the nations, that ruling with wisdom and justice, they may promote peace and well-being in the world. To us here, and to all your people in their different callings, give your heavenly grace that we may hear your holy word with reverent and obedient hearts and serve you truly all the days of our lives. And in your compassion, Father, comfort and heal those who are in trouble, sorrow, need or sickness. We praise and thank you for all your saints, for the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of Jesus Christ our Lord, and for the heroes of the faith in every generation. And we remember before you your servants who have died, praying that we may enter with them into the fullness of your unending joy. Grant this, Holy Father, for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Christ the Son.
the power, the glory, and the splendor, and the majesty. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things come from you, and for your own do we give you. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. For us it becomes the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. For your goodness, you have made this wine to offer fruit of the vine and the work of human hands. For us, it becomes a cup of salvation. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. We give you thanks and praise, Almighty God, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, our Saviour and Redeemer. He is your living Word, through whom you have created all things. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he took flesh of the Virgin Mary and shared our human nature. He lived and died as one of us to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. In fulfilment of your will, He stretched out his hands in suffering to bring release to those who place their hope in you. And so he won for you a holy people. He chose to bear our griefs and sorrows and to give up his life on the cross that he might shatter the chains of the evil one and banish the darkness of sin and death. By his resurrection, he brings us into the light of your presence. Now, with all creation, we raise our voices to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious God, accept our praise your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, who on the night he was handed over to suffering and death, 
took bread and gave you thanks, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. In the same way, he took the cup, saying, This is my blood, which is shed for you. When you do this, you do it in memory of me. So we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. Remembering, therefore, his death and resurrection, we bring before you this bread and this cup, giving thanks that you have made us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. And we ask you to send your Holy Spirit upon the offering of your holy church, gathering to one all who share in these sacred mysteries, filling them with the Holy Spirit, and confirming them and confirming their faith in the truth, that together we may praise you and give you glory through your servant Jesus Christ. All glory and honor are yours. Father and Son with the Holy Spirit in the Holy Church, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And as Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth earth as in heaven. Give us today today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. My brothers and sisters, the bread which we break is it not a sharing of the body of Christ? We are many body. We all partake of one bread. We say together the prayer of humble access. Do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table. But you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that we may evermore dwell in him and he in us. So, my brothers and sisters, draw near and receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for us, and his blood, which he shed for us. Feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. And for those of you who are watching online, you may pray the prayer for spiritual communion as we take physical communion. Blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful, where your streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. 
Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert place, though I walk through the wilderness. Blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be your name in the land that is plentiful, where your streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name when I'm found in the desert place, though I walk through the wilderness. Blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. And when the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. just wonderful to have all the junior church coming through this morning. Thank you to everyone 
for coming. Steve, happy birthday. Give thanks to the Lord for he is gracious. Almighty and eternal God, we thank you for feeding us in these holy mysteries with the body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for keeping us by your grace in the body of your Son, the company of all faithful people. Help us to persevere as living members of that holy fellowship and to grow in love and obedience according to your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. And as we step out into this new week, we rededicate our lives to God, saying together, Father Almighty, we offer ourselves to you as a living sacrifice in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Send us out into the world. In the power of the Holy Spirit, to live and work to your praise and glory. And we continue to pray for our continent, our Mother Africa, praying. God bless Africa, guard your children, protect our vulnerable, raise up godly leaders, and make us instruments of your peace. For Jesus Christ's sake, amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. And can you stand for the dismissal? You can do that when you'll do it. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name, in the name of, of Christ. Christ. Amen. Amen.
Uh, I'd just like to bring everybody's attention to a Father's Day prayer on the back of the pew leaflet, which you don't have, which I'm sure has been what's up to you, what's up. Uh, so please read it. Fathers, it's a beautiful prayer and it's, uh, you'll find it a blessing. <laughs> 